Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. Final hour. Christopher Tubbs producing. I don't think that the... This plan with regards to trying to slow down all these people speeding by putting the cameras up and almost having like this RoboCop type situation that they tried once before, I don't think that's going to do anything. And I'd love to get some reaction at 651-461-9226. I don't think it's going to do anything in terms of stopping and solving people speeding. I just don't see it. I don't think that people give a damn. People are going to continue to speed. That's just me. I'm dead serious. Now, I'm not opposed to them necessarily trying to, but this is the thing with them trying to go to this. Because they tried it before. And I ended up getting a ticket. When did they they try this? They did the photocop thing in 2005. But the okay. state's the state Supreme Court ruled the program was invalid because it conflicted with state law and it forced the vehicle owners who were cited to prove that they were not the ones driving, which is an incident that I had. So I'm, I'm, I got I, I got one of those deals in the mail. Um, I disputed it with regards to somebody driving my vehicle, or whatever. And and I actually like when you dispute it. Go down and they they showed you the actual like the video because mm-hmm. I was like what I was like hold on I didn't do any whatever right and they can go pinpoint the time and the day and all that stuff and it was like downtown Minneapolis and the they said even though I didn't really agree with the video that it was basically just going through like a, a stop not not going through a stop sign in terms of like just going straight through but like a rolling stop a rolling like, stop you like, didn't like, come it, to a complete like, stop yeah t- yeah in terms of going to a right but. My contention was, which I kind of disputed that in a way, but I'm like, well, hold on. With all due respect, the ticket should not 
come to me. It should go to the person that I um, allow to drive my vehicle, right? So I know that I wasn't the only one. There were people that ended up getting thrown out, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, how do you – how do you how do you how do you view this right now? Do you think that this can actually work? Because let me be clear here, I'm not necessarily anti them trying to do this to save lives and stop people from speeding. I do think that it should like when we're talking about giving a ticket, the ticket should not be going to the to the vehicle or the owner of the it. It should go to the person that's driving. So in a situation like that. You know, it, it shouldn't go to me. It should go to who was driving my vehicle. I, yeah, I understand. I end up getting refunded for it, too. I, I understand where you're coming from with, you know, if somebody else was driving your car. But when it's caught on camera or, you know, that they, they tag it. They run the plate and it goes back to the person that it's registered to. And unfortunately, if it's registered to you, you're going to be the one that's on the hook even though you might not have been the one that was driving. But why? I, I get that if it's a parking violation or something like that. We're talking about moving violations. Right, but h- how can – if you've got one of your buddies that's driving the, the if car – Hold on. If, you're, if, if your daughter yeah. – if, if your daughter is driving your vehicle, mm-hmm. you don't think she should get a ticket? She should – but how are they going to know it's her? My name is the one that's connected to the vehicle. So I'm that, I, that's the point that I'm making. I, what I'm what I'm saying here is 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 that I like in theory the thought of us being able to utilize this to slow down people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my point is that you know that if you stop someone, you know who you're dealing with, right? And there there are a lot of people too that will say, "Hey, it wasn't it wasn't me." It wasn't me. I wasn't driving this vehicle. But in this particular situation, you're on the hook regardless. Yeah, and and that's – if my daughter or anybody else is driving my car and they run a red light or whatever, they get caught for something and they run the vehicle and it comes back to me, I'm – I can say, hey – you were the one that was driving it. it it's it I, to me, it becomes a private citizen thing at that point. Like there's only so much. I, I like the concept of this, but there are so many people that will say, hey, it wasn't me. And if they can prove it wasn't you. But there was there was still a violation that was committed. I don't feel like somebody driving your vehicle is that proverbial get out of jail free card. And I feel like that's what it would become if everybody's like, well, you know, Shaggy, it wasn't me. You know, they, they caught you. They got you. But then it becomes up to you to, to tell your buddy or tell whoever, hey, you were driving my vehicle. Mm-hmm. You committed this violation. Yep. And guess who record it goes on? It, it goes. Yeah, it go. It goes on. Do mine. you think that's fair, though? No, it's, okay. it, it's not fair. But you're fine with it. I'm fine with it. Okay. I'm I'm absolutely fine with it because there are here's here's a here, something that bothers me just about what I see on the road. I see and I know they're minor infractions compared to what everybody's dealing with. I understand this is nitpicking. 
I see people that have not registered their tags in two or three years. Oh, yeah, yep. Drives yep. me nuts. Yep. But if you're not going to get pulled over, then what is the incentive to update your tags? If you're not going to stop for pedestrians, that bugs me because pedestrians have the right of way in certain crosswalks. When you are in those zones, you need to be cognizant of that. Not using your turn signal drives me nuts, especially when it's busy or it's icy. Like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if you're hitting a spot, if you're communicate with that. So there are a lot of these, these, these very, very small things. And I feel like running, you know, the, the rolling stop through red lights and stop signs and, and whatnot. These are smaller infractions compared to what we're dealing with. But I still feel like there's got to be some sort of checks and balances. So I agree with the concept. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with this. When I was in Houston, as a matter of fact, we had toll roads. And this is kind of a, an example of it. We had toll roads in, in Houston. And they would, they would nab you. If you did not have the tag, every time a vehicle went by, if you didn't pay, guess what? You were going to get ticketed. I had a, a friend of mine that was in my car. All of a sudden, I get this citation for unpaid toll, and I'm like, I wasn't even on the I wasn't even on the toll road. And then I look, I'm like, this is on you. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, that was on me. How and, about this in the text line for the nine five two? A vehicle can't break the law; an operator can. Bingo. But that's opposite of what you're saying. Again. That's it, that's directly in, in going against what you're saying there. The the thing about this though is, and and I agree, a vehicle can't break the law. The operator can. You need to hold the the operator. Operator. You need to hold them responsible. Exactly. Yeah, but they trace the they, they trace the infraction with the vehicle back to the registered owner, and then, and then it's it becomes up to you. That's as, the owner. That's not the operator, though. That's there's a difference there. Absolutely, that, absolutely. It becomes the the owner of the vehicle has to. I mean, it becomes to me at that point. It becomes a it becomes a service of the owner of the vehicle. They're the one that has to get in contact with the person that was operating the vehicle at the time. I got a question. How, how do we do it when it's a rental car? <laughs> and, and I mean that's. Again, I mean that 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 comes. It goes back to the it, it goes back to the rental agreement, and then you go back to whoever whoever rented the car. Let, let me let me say this real quickly. The reason why I'm not like upset or like totally shooting it down, there's a reality to the situation currently. And you know what the reality is? We don't have enough cops. Yeah, that's and, and, and I understand that. That's that, that's a problem because you have to prioritize. What is a what's a bigger infraction? What's a bigger concern? And these are so incredibly minor, but it be, it can become an accumulation effect. And maybe that's one of the reasons why we're talking about this, yep. because it's a way that you can somehow, you know, not regulate it. But I mean, this is a way that you can monitor. So I, I think this is I, I it's I believe it can be done, but it's. Yeah, they're, they're going to be flaws, but I feel like there's a way it can be done. All right, let's take some phone calls. 651 461 
888-729-9226. Love to get your reaction, and we'll do that next year on The Lake Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All righty. Some people on the text line, and we'll take a phone call here in just a second. That phone number is 651-461-9226 for the 612 Henry, you authorized whoever it was to drive your vehicle, so they tracked the vehicle to you, which is true. You turn over the bill to who you authorized to use your vehicle. Same with the rental company. The rental company gets the notice. They know on what day who rented the car. I get that. I totally get that. I can pass the bill to whoever. What I'm saying is I went down there and actually kind of disputed what the video said, and then before you know it, What did they say? They said it was unconstitutional what was taking place at that specific time. And they gave me, as well as any other person that ended up getting a ticket that way, they sent you a check in the mail and said, we're giving you your money back. That's how it played out back when all that stuff happened. From the 612, here's a scenario. Punk steals your car, runs some lights and speed, told your car, (laughs) do you as the owner get the ticket? God, Grand Theft Auto Minneapolis here. Who gets the ticket? You? Unfortunately, yeah. Report your car oh, stolen. Re- re- well, report I, your car. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not paying nothing. Somebody steals my vehicle and gets speeding tickets? Are you, are you high? <laughs> are you? What? I'm no. On, I'm on math. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. I'm on math. Let's go to Zach in Minneapolis. How you doing, Zach? How you doing, Henry? I'm doing good, man. We're having fun on a on a Wednesday night. Yes, I enjoy your show. It's nice to talk to you. Appreciate I own a cab company and still own a, a dozen taxi cabs. Okay. And Minneapolis put it into ordinance of red light cameras. They're still sitting on most of our major intersections. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, they were ticketing the vehicles. So I had about 30 of them, and I went to court and said that my cab company didn't have arms and legs and could not drive my car, 
and I was going to dispute all the tickets. The judge liked my argument, but at the time the ACLU was fighting it for other reasons, and the ACLU won, so I never had my day in court. Mm. They were all just dismissed. But there you go. Uh, A company, like you said, my favorite one was, what if someone steals your car and totals your car and you get the ticket? Yep. I I mean, I mean... With, with all the reason, and I like the scenario, and I like it being brought up. But Zach, there's no way in hell I'm paying that ticket. Like that's ridiculous. Like I got other issues that I'm going to address and deal with. That's not one of them. You're not getting a dime out of me if somebody steals my. And we know that there's been issues that way in terms of stolen vehicles, this, that, the other, whatever, carjackings and all. That. There's no way I'm doing that. Last bit, and then I'll hang up. Yep. Uh, other states at that time, other cities and states. Did the same thing with cameras at intersections, but they took pictures of the drivers and they handed t- tickets to the drivers, and that that held water. Yeah, but you know. Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Zach in Minneapolis. I, I like the perspective, and and <laughs> he's talking about those cameras. He's talking about those vehicles. But yeah, Tubbsy's just gonna. Yeah, I'll pay it. They stole my vehicle. And they totaled my car. I got a million things I got to deal with. And and you know what? Forget about the headache of just having to pay this extra forty or fifty. As long as they're having a good time. As long as everybody's having, you know, having a good time being high on life. That's one of the that's one of the situations. It, I wouldn't say it's extremely common, but there may be a minority situation that you it it does happen and then you know at, at what point do you? I mean, the, the minute that your car, when your car is stolen, you're going to report it anyway. So, I would think that at that point. But if what, it, what if the person already got a ticket in the car? Mm-hmm. Like the, these are these are literal yeah. literal. No, cameras. and that, yeah, but that's you're still stuck. According to the way this plays out. Well, again, I I don't I don't know what. You know what? What sort of? I know we're kind of going down the rabbit hole. I know we're just throwing hypotheticals. Yeah, we're just throwing hypotheticals out there. But I don't think they're. You're going to pay the punks a fine. You're going to pay his fee. I'm going to take care of everything. Accept it. I'm going to take care of everything because I'm making that kind of cheddar. The more common issue, the more common issue we're dealing with is people that are going to dispute the. The, the parking tickets or the and I know maybe not the park, but I mean, the, the, you're running the red lights and, you know, that's that's going to be 90 percent. I feel like what we're doing, we're focusing in on, you know, the 10 percent giving the the hypothetical there. People are going to argue their way out of liability. No, we're, not, we're not we're not we're not just no, we're not giving much more credence to that than anything else. The concept, though, goes back to like what the texture says in terms of. The vehicle versus the actual operator. And 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 I, I think that we have to look at it, at least in my particular stance and opinion, mm-hmm. it should go to the operator. I get it. How do you how do you how do you how do you track down the operator? It's, it's not it's not a per how, how you what? Like how how do you how do you track down the operator when there's no way You to- can't. That's the flaw to this. That's I, my point. Yeah, and, and that's and, and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I, I, I in in this particular instance, to deal with the speeding, you'd have to accept that as a flaw. What I am saying, and I said this from the beginning of the of the of the topic, 
is that I don't think that this is going to slow down speeders. I don't. No. There... And we so we agree on that point then. Yeah, I, okay. there yeah, nothing is going to nothing is going to slow this down. Like people are still going to commit these traffic infractions. I just think that we're at a point where people just don't care. They're in these vehicles and then, you know, we're, we're talking about you're you're going to you're going to send these tickets in the mail. I just think that people just realistically are not going to care that much. And that's it, that's very possible that people are not going to care because I, I mean, I don't know if – I don't and, – and, and listen to this. According yeah. to the bill, cameras will snap pictures of the back license plates mm-hmm. of vehicles going 10 miles per hour over the speed limit and generate a ticket. Citations come with a warning on the first offense okay. and a $40 fine for a second. The vehicle owner could opt to take a traffic safety class in lieu of paying the, the fine one time. No. What? Yeah, that's, that's – The vehicle owner is going to take a traffic safety – no, chance. no, that's not gonna. No, chance. that is not gonna fly. No, nobody's taking a traffic course. Like nobody's taking a a traffic safety course. I mean, if if your friend, if you get ticketed for something and you are not in the vehicle, and you can prove that it wasn't you, mm-hmm. but again, there's still somebody that committed this infraction, and they need to be held liable. Then I just feel like it's up to you to say, hey, this is on you. This is not on me. This um. This person uh, texts back in that, that brought up the the thing about the stolen vehicle. They said, it's not far-fetched. Car theft is huge here, and thieves don't obey laws to get away. It will happen. I know, I, no, I do agree. That, that scenario that they proposed, mm-hmm. it will happen. And, Th- there's no question. We're not denying that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. We're, yeah, we're not denying it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, I know car theft is huge. I mean, believe me, I, I, I know about it. I'm very, very familiar with the car theft. I, I understand the you know the, the thieves point of mind frame of mind but i guess what i'm what i'm focused in on and trying to figure out is for the average individual not the outlier i'm not saying it doesn't happen yeah but i'm saying out of 10 times that somebody might get ticketed for running a red light how many of those are going to be fleeing a crime scene in a stolen vehicle and that's that's all I'm saying. I'm I'm trying to look at the majority of time, not to say that that won't happen, yeah. because it will. Yeah. And you know what? They use these vehicles to commit crimes, and then they dump the vehicle. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather with meteorologist Paul Douglas. And then also, you know, we can keep taking down these homeless encampments, but that's not solving the problem. We get to a bigger issue next year on The Lake Show. All right, before we get to our next topic, a text and a call, 651-461-9226. This is from the 651. I have seen the California traffic violation photos back in the day, and you could easily, I'm, I'm assuming they're saying, see who was driving. Yep. Well, that's not what they're talking about here. They're talking about the back of the license plate, and then they'll, you'll, you'll get the thing in the mail. Yeah, they're talking about sending it to the... <laughs> To, to the registered owner. They're not care, They're not caring about the damn photo. <laughs> they're not caring about it at all. Let's go to uh, Howard in Minneapolis. What's up, Howard? Good evening. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. I was at the encampment with the volunteers helping folks pack up yesterday. Oh, okay. The reality of the opiate epidemic, 
I wrote a letter to the uh, ed- editorial in the Star Tribune. The opiate crisis is a moral crisis. Wait, 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 wait. Is your topic is your is your call about the homeless encampments or is it about the traffic? The homeless encampment. Oh, I have it. I got to give him, I got to give my take first. You, so, so, so put Howard on hold and then we'll get to Howard's phone call. I was confused for a second. Let me get into the actual commentary here. This segment. Um, I, I was confused. I thought that Chris was putting him on hold to talk about the traffic thing. Let me get to the homeless encampment situation here. And it, in, in my topic here, let's just be clear. And, and, and the reason why I wanted to I want to get into this now is because I don't want to confuse Howard in Minneapolis about what my take is. I want him to hear what I have to say and then he can respond to it because it's about homeless encampments, kind of, but not really. So we saw that another one of those homeless encampments situations, it was it was it was kind of it was broken down, kind of moved aside, right? And to me, in my assessment, when we're talking about this, right, all we're doing is pushing people to a new location. That's all you're doing, okay? Because it's not like all of a sudden those people are magically, they're not homeless anymore. Homelessness is an American problem, and it's across the board. It's happening in every major city, in every uh, in every state. But this is one of the things that I think that we have to just – we got to look in the mirror. We got to be real with ourselves. And one thing that has to be addressed is that, and this is according to CNN Business, half of the renters in the United States have found themselves paying more than they can afford. Did you guys just hear what I just said? Half of the tenants in our country can't afford to pay their rent. That is not sustainable. What we're talking about is we are driving more and more and more Americans into homelessness. The median asking rent, all right, the median asking rent, when you go to Realtor.com's monthly report, $1,700. Now, that might not be a lot of money For some, but for the majority of Americans, that's a lot. And we're not going to even talk about the big cities like in L.A. or New York or some of these. We know that that stuff is just astronomical. Like that's if you can find your place to 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 rest your head in New York for less than two thousand dollars, you are getting off scot free. I'm, I'm dead serious. I just don't look at this situation with the rent in our country. And feel good about it at mm-hmm. all. It, it we're in a bad place, man. And this is the thing. And this and this is another thing. And then we can get into to, to Howard's phone call and, and other reaction at six five one four six one nine two two six. If you look around the metro, let's just keep it here local. Mm-hmm. I drive past a new development being built every single damn day. Yeah. I'm I'm dead serious. It's it's going up all over. It's going up all over, and it's not affordable. No, it's not. So, so why why do we continue to put up all of these different places where the rents are through the roof, and 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 maybe there are enough people to pay for it, but why don't we try to create some more affordable housing? And and and, and, and people that well, we don't want to see low income housing in our people got to live somewhere, man. 
you want to you want to complain and get upset when we have homeless encampments, mm-hmm. but then we we're not going to complain and get upset when when there's a lack of affordable housing. Come on, makes no sense to me. Yeah, when people are are spending thirty to forty percent of their monthly income, their net, not their gross, their net on housing, it becomes a big big problem because all of a sudden you add up. All the, you know, your utilities, your heat, your electricity, your water, your trash, like everything. And next thing you know, you're dealing with those basic expenses are taking 70% of your net income. Then you got 30% to deal with medical expenses and you've got groceries and you've got childcare. You've got all of these others and it becomes a real Real big problem. I think the term used to be house poor, right? You don't want to be house poor. And that's just kind of where we are with a lot of places. Yeah. All right, let's take the phone call from Howard in Minneapolis. What's up, Howard? Evening. So today at council, Payne lifted up an interesting point. Uh, Hennepin County was talking about how they can get federal money for affordable housing. But the gap for a lot of these folks that are in encampments is because they're struggling with mental health and addiction. Yep, yep. When you have that journey, you can uh, work full-time. You, the jobs you have are piecemeal. And I had an editorial in the Strib about the, the opiate crisis being a moral crisis because only 10% of folks with opiate substance abuse disorder get access to treatment. So we, the people want to stigma and shame them and say they made a choice. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of these folks that are addicted to fentanyl, they're not trying to get high. They're just trying to keep the withdrawal at bay. What, what do you make of so the – go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you finish up. Go ahead. Camp Anacosti was trying to provide the supportive services to these folks. That's why we do the Narcan campaign, trying to get more Narcan out there, throwing a lifeline because people can't get access to treatment. So MAT is like methadone. I've been working with folks – with addiction for 30 years. And so this community is near and dear to me. And when they just get pushed around, and so I give kudos to the city because they got a $1 million grant from the county. So uh, Helix Health and Housing has helped 96 of these folks get treatment and supportive housing. Until you fix your mental health care system and actually get folks treatment and supportive housing, you're not going to get rid of encampment. All right. Thanks for the phone call from Howard in, in, in Minneapolis. But, th- but that's why I'm glad that I got what the actual topic was and take in because he, he was more so about encampments. I'm more so about mm-hmm. the af- affordable housing part of it. I, I care about the encampment stuff or whatever. But, like, I think that we are thinking a lot and we're talking a lot because that comes up in the in Star Tribune and all these different outlets Absolutely all the does. time. Whatever. Yeah. But we got to get a grasp on because because I'm. My take isn't necessarily about those that are into addiction issues and mm-hmm. that have put themselves. How about the average blue-collar person that's working their tails off, right? Mm-hmm. They're not making enough money to be able to afford their rent. Yeah. I, and, and there are a lot of these property management companies that will arbitrarily raise the rent. And people that are already stretching, it becomes more and more of an issue when somebody's like, hey, you know what? We're going to raise your rent by $50. Well, $50 a month might not seem like a big deal, but then you multiply that, and that's $600 a year. 
that's six hundred dollars extra that you're taking away. And and the I don't the misconception is Henry, and, and I'm glad you kind of brought this up. It's it's not these low income riff raff can't afford getting into trouble that all whole the time. Stereotyping, yep. Yeah, the, these are the people that are going out there that are trying to take care of their kids, get them to school. You got two incomes. You got. We do the affordable housing thing. You ever see the places where it says that you got to be 16 up or 55? Yeah, affordable housing for seniors. Yes. Yes. Love it. Yeah, and and we are just in a really tough spot. And and I appreciate, and, you know, full disclosure, we we rent, when we moved up here in 2019, we took uh, a place in Plymouth. And it's like, okay, rent, whatever, like, it was way more than we had ever paid, even in a mortgage when we had houses, when we owned houses, way more than we ever paid. And the property management company was just kept jacking it and jacking it and jacking it. Well, the landlord, who you're not supposed to have contact with, he and I got together and he's like, you know what, man, I, I don't want to raise your rent. I don't want to do this. He's like, you guys are good renters. You're good people. You pay on time. What can we do to stabilize this? He's like, what do you feel comfortable paying? And I'm like, I tell you what, here's what we're paying. I'll do you a solid. We'll up it by a little bit because it's still within our price range. Yep. And, we and it's are, reasonable. And it's reasonable. And you know what? We're like, we're, you know, taking the approach that we're hoping that the, the housing market cools in another year. We're renting, which I understand, you know, some people, you know, you need that equity in your home. I totally understand that. Hey, to each his own, man. To, to each their own, absolutely. And we're in a position where we're, we're paying more than that seventeen fifty. Full disclosure, we're paying a, a few hundred dollars more than that. But we're in a position that I know not everybody's in, and it sucks when you're you don't know if you can make all of your bills, and you're thinking about grace periods and everything. I I totally understand that these property management companies and these renters, whatever, like. You guys have to start thinking of the individual consumers, even just a few hundred dollars. That can make a massive world of difference for a lot of these folks. Yep. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back, uh, wrap up the show. We'll do that next. Like all the phone calls, like all the text messages, a couple of texts here to get to from the 612. Guys, a lot of landlords don't have it easy either. They're paying high costs for everything, and they have to increase rent sometimes. Guys, I'm not saying they don't. That, that's no. Not, we I, we understand we, they we do. We understand that. No one. No one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not necessarily um, going after every single landlord out there. No, I, I think that maybe the way that I came off may have been a, a little bit gruff. I didn't mean it to be. It always the, the tenants always end up bearing the burden of the higher costs. As they say, crap always rolls downhill. Yes, there's no question. And, and it, I, I guess to that texture, I would ask this, though, because I, I have no issue with the tech, and I, and I totally get that. Yeah, I do too. But wh- where, what, what does that have to do with all of these new, brand new developments that are popping up? And you're like, who's staying there? Like, is all this stuff getting filled up? <laughs> No, I'm dead serious. Is all this stuff getting filled up? Yeah. Like, I've seen developments that were supposed to go up or had went up. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get near the occupancy for it 
Yeah. And condos downtown. And then all of a sudden, the building, they have to sell off the building. When and, I told that story a month and a half ago and then about ha- me and Trent Tucker taking the tour of the place that was down there closer to U.S. Bank Stadium. And, and then you have to reallocate the space to, uh, you know, I, whether it's another vendor, retail. I mean, it, it is hard when you're, you look at the supply and demand and you're, it's like, yeah, but what is your, what is your market? Like what, who is the, who is the demographic that you're trying to attract? And if everybody's fighting for the same demographic, that's fine. But just there are going to be casualties of other people that are going to be innocently squeezed out of something that maybe they otherwise could have been able to afford. I want you to read the text that moved both of us because you you saw it before I went. went yeah. This one coming in from the 612 Lake. I'm on Social Security after health insurance. I get $742. Low income rent takes one third of that and rent keeps going up with inflation. I have to choose between my vehicle and my apartment. I'm working on moving into my vehicle. At least I get to go places. Hopefully I don't end up in one of those encampments and lose everything I've left. That, that almost brings me to tears. It does. I, 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 I really feel for that person. I, I do too. Like I feel, I feel terrible. I feel. I really do. Like this is, this is no way to go through life with this sort of anxiety, this sort of stress. I I was joking with Henry. I'm a you know I'm a big DFS player. The the biggest concern I have is somebody not scoring. These are real life issues that people are dealing with, and I having to choose whether they can afford and stay in their apartment after they after all these other bills versus I need to pivot to just being in my vehicle. Right. That's that, a tough one. That, that is no way to go through life. Everybody deserves to have a place to put their head. Yes. Everybody deserves to have a warm meal, a safe home, an environment. It just It, it is just, I'm so, so sorry that you're going. $742, that's what you have for the month. You have to make that work, and that's not even food. That's medical expenses. That's insurance. That's everything else. $742 does not – I mean, I, I, I'm I'm really, really bothered by that text. I'm really bothered, and I feel my heart goes out to you. There's no doubt. I, I, I feel a certain mm. way about that too. Yeah. I'm dead serious, man. Yeah. That's – and I thank you for listening, and I thank you I thank you for sending that text message because yes. that really does put a lot of our lives in perspective. Perspective, yes. I, t- I tell my kid, today is a good day to have a good day. And that's what I tell her every single day when she goes off to school. And you hear something like that, and yep. I, don't, I don't have an answer. I don't, gonna, I don't have an answer. I'm going to finish with this text message from the 612 Another issue, I believe, is the income disparity in this country that has been growing larger for decades. I don't have an answer. Hey, look, let's just be clear. The rich are getting richer, and a lot of us are not getting – We're staying where we're at. Exactly. And the the water – While the Jeff is and all these other people are just – Don't even give me – The water keeps rising, but we're not swimming. We're not getting closer to the top of the water. The water is getting deeper, 
And you know what? They got all of these, you know, life preservers in the boats. Man, we're, we don't even have a life raft. And that's just the reality, and it sucks. It sucks for a lot of us. Yep. But, you know, we're in this thing together. and Let's try to we'll continue to find solutions. That's what so, we got to do. That's all we can do. Yep. Can't cry about it. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night, uh, the regular time, 6 p.m., right here on News Talk 830 WCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.